This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. For three years, Cambridge has been working for national reconnaissance on an R&D grant. Okay. We're attempting to use concentrated bursts of energy to enhance the sensitivity of optical telescopes. In the process, we had a breakthrough. Given enough energy, we could warp the very fabric of space. I said, explain it to me, not talk science. Well, no. All right, I'll tell you what. Why don't you guys just keep talking? I'll just sit here until you figure out what it is you really want to tell me. They found a way to fold space back onto itself. Hello. And welcome to The Cinevals. Today's episode is brought to you by Val Kilmer. That's right. Being Kilmer mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Use promo Cin- code <laughs> CineVals yep. at ValKilmer.com for 20 90% off. 90% <laughs> off your next Kilmer purchase. Mm-hmm. ValKilmer.com for all your Kilmer needs and desires yes we assume there will be a boxing week sale <laughs> let's see if we're proved wrong if we had time travel like deja vu we could just check that now yep great yep uh <laughs> so today we're looking at 2006's deja vu deja vu uh starring denzel washington mm-hmm. adam goldberg yes and val kilmer yeah and the Count of Monte Cristo. Ah, yes. He was the Count of Monte Cristo? He was. Oh, that's right. My brain always remembers that it was uh, Henry Cavill, but he was but a youth in that yes, film. Yes, he was uh, his son, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. for 1994's right. Count of Monte Cristo. I don't know what year ah, it came out. Right. He was the son of Monte Cristo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Henry Cavill, yeah. watched the first episode of The Witcher today. Oh, how was that? It was pretty good. Nice. I bought um, the first two Witcher video games um, on Steam hmm. for $5 combined what? for both games. Did you use promo code Val Kilmer? I sure did. Wow, what a hot <laughs> deal. Yeah, they're having a crazy... Steam has really good sales every once in a while. Great. Um, they'll just mark things like 90% off. Wow. Yeah. Without even a fake promo code? Yeah. Wow. Go figure. Anyway. Good for them. So, how did we get to that? Okay. Well, the Witcher, mm-hmm. Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. uh, Count of Monte Cristo. That's right. What's that actor's name? Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. He was also our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm, he might still be. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's deja vu all of us right now Whoa. and uh, in the future. Whoa. And in the past. Whoa. Great. <laughs> 360 time. Yes. 360 Christ. Anyway, deja vu. Deja vu. Deja vu. Um, it's uh, directed by Tony Scott. That's this right. Is the third uh, Kilmer Scott team up. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our second Adam Goldberg uh, experience. experience. <laughs> it's part two of the Rude Goldbergs. Yes. Um, <laughs> and this is the first deja First deja vu. This is the uh, <laughs> first Denzel Washington uh, team up that we've watched. Is there another? I don't know if there is. Uh, not yet. Not asterisk yet. asterisk. Ew. Yes. Uh, but Denzel Washington has been in 
three, actually four. Uh, he was in four uh, Tony Scott collaborations. Wow. Yeah. What were so, they? Uh, <laughs> uh, great question. Mm, uh, vamp. Um, deja vu. Ever get that feeling that you've been someplace before? That's what deja vu is. It means they changed something in the Matrix. Perhaps there was a window, but now there is a brick wall. Or was it a brick wall the whole time? Who's to say? Man on Fire, mm-hmm. Crimson Tide, this movie, The Taking of Pelham, uh, one, two, three, and and Unstoppable, five, actually. Wow. Five. Wow. Yeah. Well, when Damn. you like someone, you like someone. Yeah, that's true. And as far as we can tell, Tony Scott liked... Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. somewhat. Yeah. Not as much as he liked Denzel Washington, but, who, I mean, yeah. who wouldn't? Yeah. Seems like a lovely person. Denzel. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably never tried to burn anyone with a cigarette. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That would be a shocking turn. Yeah. To find out. Yeah. <laughs> Although, who knows? You never know about Mm-hmm. stars. Yeah. Celebrities. They're wacky. Yeah. Denzel. Money equals power, and power corrupts. That's right. Um, uh, great power comes great responsibility. Yep. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's really late, and I've been using contact cement, so I feel mm-hmm. kind of high. Yeah. Um, and it was in the living room, so it's like I've been using contact cement. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, hot take, Deja Vu uh, was really enjoyable, but not, but it was very even. And yeah. I feel like I don't have a whole lot to comment on. I know. So, right. So the, the plot of Deja Vu um, is like, uh, I in the, in the moment, I described this movie as uh, Minority Report meets Source Code. Mm-hmm. So it's about, a, there's a disaster, there's like a terrorist attack that happens and the, this guy is brought onto this, um, into this team of people looking into crimes, mm-hmm. crime lookers, crime as they're lookers, called in the will. film. Yep, um, and they can look four and a half days into the past mm-hmm. to um, try and see like who might be to try Cri- and solve criming. to to try and solve the crime mm-hmm. to criminal mind it. Yeah, um, and and so uh, it is revealed that you can alter um the things that happened four and a half days ago Mm -hmm. by pointing a laser pointer at a screen like that's how he that's how denzel discovers that it's actually like folding space Right, mm-hmm. and it's not just because the original ruse Goldberg, if you yes. will. Thank you. Uh, the original ruse is that it's just this really high tech technology. It's all satellites. It's all satellites, and it uses thermal imaging, mm-hmm. and somehow you can Echo- get every angle. Yeah, echo location. Yeah. yeah, every angle plus sound yeah. plus you can zoom in and enhance yeah. computer enhance uh, enhance spin around 360 take us out all it's all like entirely doable yeah um and then denzel pretty quickly figures out that no wait wait a no second. this is 
this he is does it by unprecedented. A laser pointer at the screen, mm-hmm. and then Paula Patton in on the screen for days in the past reacts to seeing the laser pointer, yeah. which is interesting because it's the because it spurs uh, a really great scene that we both talked about really mm-hmm. liking. Mm-hmm. But the, something I'm realizing now is they never do that again like they never no. interact with the screen yeah there's like a separate super duper science machine that's kind of kind of like the fly like it's a bit of a transporter in time i don't know um but uh, it's a space microwave i don't yeah. know um but they never try to interact with the screen at all again no. even though the laser worked so easily i mean yeah. it shut everything down but yeah, but they spent so long trying to get a piece of paper through, mm-hmm. and it shut every and and that took a lot of power, um, and it didn't happen fast enough. Yeah. Whereas like this, you have a you have a laser that can go instantaneously. Yeah. Through there, so like, isn't there a way do a laser message? Yeah. Or at least like point at someone's dick. Yeah. Time. Hilarious. Yeah. You could try and blind someone. You mm-hmm. could blind someone with laser if yeah. it's powerful enough. Yeah. The, I mean, it, the guy, the bomber. Yeah. 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 Hmm. If you blind him in one eye so he loses all depth perception. That's right. You can't blow up stuff when you have one eye. You can't because yeah. blowing up stuff, that's three dimensions of stuff. Heck yeah. You know, yeah. You know pirates? Notoriously yeah. known for never blowing up stuff. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll save that for the sequel. Deja two. Oh, missed opportunity. Um, so good. Yeah. So the the plot of the movie is like there's a there's a disaster that happens, um, and then Denzel Washington is brought um, onto this team. He discovers that uh, they can basically look into the past mm-hmm. um, and and potentially like alter the past. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he makes this like um, one-sided emotional bond with this woman named Claire who was like a victim of the disaster who appeared like an hour before the disaster actually happened. Mm -hmm. And that was because uh, the killer or the terrorist also spoilers for 2006's Deja Vu. Deja Vu. There's a lot of time travel happening in our podcast. Yeah. So anything that doesn't line up, it's time travel. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Aren't we all traveling? Aren't we all I time mean, travelers? Aren't we all? <laughs> I mean, uh, aren't we all astronauts if you think about it? We are hurtling on, through, through space. space on this spaceship Earth. Yes. Of ours. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I make kombucha. <laughs> I have actually made kombucha. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, so so she uh, shows up uh, to like uh, she's found before like she's her body is found before the disaster actually happened. Mm -hmm. So like present day uh, Denzel Washington is investigating this woman and gets brought onto the thing and is like, oh, you have this thing that can see through the past. So let's follow this woman. So he forms like a one sided emotional bond with her. And because he's just like watching her, and there's a really mm-hmm. gross scene where everyone's just watching her shower, and it's really unsettling. Yeah. <sighs> I, it's bad yeah. enough that I have to think about like God and Santa watching me shower. Right. Of course. I don't want a team of science nerds also watching me shower. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so 
eventually, uh, they get to the point where they're like, oh, we, let's try and send back a note to mm-hmm. the past Denzel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they do, but it turns out badly because his partner finds the note and then goes and gets killed. And so, yes. yeah. Which is something that happened in original timeline anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we never really knew why he was near or at the ferry. Yes, we assumed that he died mm-hmm. in the explosion. Mm-hmm. It's actually revealed that he died before the explosion because his car was found by the time cops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and consistently, a cool thing about the movie that I liked yeah. is consistently throughout the movie... Denzel, especially when it's like, oh, there's time travel, let's start getting ahead of this, mm-hmm. is um, Denzel keeps getting like one step forward, two steps back. Like, hey, we did a thing, it worked, only mm. to discover, oh, that's actually what had happened yeah. this whole time. Haven't changed anything. Yeah, because yes. there's, and there's all these like fun little sprinkles um, that are early in the movie. Little breadcrumbs. Little breadcrumbs mm. in the forest of our minds yes. um, that Ali, you picked up on uh, pretty easily. Like um, when, I mean, it's stuff like the, the most obvious stuff is like when Denzel shows up at Claire's house, there's like right away on the fridge, he sees in like fun um, block letter, like fridge magnets, it yes. says, you can save her. Yes. And there's like, and then there's like blood everywhere. It's a crime scene, wow. et cetera, kind of thing. And he's investigating. And then there's some, um, like, there's some phone messages on her answering machine, including his own voice, because she'd actually called the office earlier, which was mysterious. And, yeah. you know, it starts to slightly come together. And then it all kind of, it all ties together at some point, which is really satisfying. It's kind of, it's throughout, and it's not yeah. just saved for the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice, nice to see. I enjoyed this movie hmm. a lot. Yeah, me too. It was a fun time. I love a good time travel movie. Mm-hmm. I love a good, like, mystery crime figuring stuff out movie. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Yeah, mystery crime figuring out. Yeah. Uh, that genre. Deducement. Yes. Solving yep. things. Mm-hmm. Solvent. Sol- solutions. Yeah. And precipitate. Nailing it. Um, yeah, this movie just hit like a lot of like genres that I like. Um, mm-hmm. so there's I had a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's a really uh, I don't know. I think it's really fun. I think it. Um, I thought the movie was fun, and I thought the scene where a bunch of characters in like the war room, the tech room, whatever you want to call yeah. it, the monitor room, um, they all take turns explaining. To Denzel <laughs> slash the uh, explaining to the audience like yeah. w- how time and space work and yeah. with like the Einstein ro- Rosen Rosen bridge and trying to f- like trying like they're all just doing basically the same explanation Analogy? but just with yeah. different anal- slightly yeah. different analogies. It's like imagine time is this piece of paper and normally you just look straight across and it's in a straight line but if we use this machine we can fold it in half Mm -hmm. and then see into the past and then it's like well imagine that time is a river and it's flowing one way and if we throw something in the in the middle of it then eventually it'll diverge and like imagine time is this piece of string and like (laughs) It's all just people trying to explain uh, something very complicated mm-hmm. uh, to very dumb people. Yes. Us. Yeah. Yeah. 
It worked pretty well. Yeah. I didn't think too much yeah. about it. I'm like, and then I realized, like, you know, I started to puzzle out. I'm like, but what about? I'm like, no. You just let the movie take you. Hell yeah. You take as much explanation as you as they're giving you, and yeah. then you just coast on it. That's yeah. all you need to know. Totally. That's the joy of a movie. Yep. Yep. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's like, I don't know, source code made no sense, mm-hmm. but it's a fun time. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like Looper uh, makes no sense. Totally. And there's that line in Looper where he's like trying to explain something. He's like, "It's time travel. Duh! Don't fucking think about it. Yeah. It doesn't make it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just uh, don't pay any attention to it. Cause yeah. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. Great. Plot device. We're all we're all on board. Yeah. Great. It's like the difference between science fiction and mm-hmm. science fantasy. Mm-hmm. So I see. Feel like with science fiction, it's all about like trying to explain the science of it. Whereas science fantasy, it's just like, just get over it. Yeah, get over it so we can get to the science fun stuff. Science is magic. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. And the, I mean, like the, a bunch of, bunch of scientists talking to a civilian non-scientist trying mm-hmm. to explain like a complicated concept is, I, is as fun to watch and is the kind of the same as like a makeover scene. Yeah. You know, where they're yeah. doing like, what about this dress? Shakes head, no, mm-hmm. thumbs down. What about this dress? Shakes head, no, thumbs down. What about this dress? <gasps> That's the dress. Mm-hmm. Big thumbs up. Yeah. Heck yeah. So, um, fun. I also really liked when Denzel Washington was like, uh, oh, Adam Goldberg was like, well, you can't see a phone signal, but it's real and it exists and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And Denzel was like, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how a cell phone operates but i know how to like i don't know how it i don't know the science behind cell phones but Mm -hmm. i know how to use one so just tell me how to use this thing yeah like yeah denzel getting shit done yeah yeah Yeah. he gets stuff done then there's a there's a car chase yeah that was really cool it felt very much like a video game would use that yeah as a a device Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me yeah, it was very that was very cool. Um, yeah, we got past stuff, future future stuff, and it's it's nice because like um, the 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 plot of this and like the the uh, the aspect of it being oh we can only see specifically four and, four and a half, half days, days in the past. You can't pause it. We can't go back or forward. You can't. They said they can record it, but not really. They can't go back and look at a different perspective. Like they can pretty yeah. much. It's just and a window a limited, into that like, exact time. Like area of space. Right. Um, unless you have the goggle rigs. Mm-hmm. Don't think too much about them. No, it's no. fine. But Denzel takes said rigs on the road to expand, to chase down the bomber. But in the past. But in the past, he's in the current day filming like with the goggles current day he sees nothing just normal traffic but the team back at nerd central sees sees footage from the past of like the bomber doing shit yeah so yeah it's very cool Mm -hmm. um and that keeps it um active where it's like they're all things that happened four days ago so how do you get it exciting and like heart pounding action so yeah that stuff was really cool it was really cool Mm -hmm. um Camille, you had said yes. that this was the most expensive script in, yes. in the world. One of. One, one of. of. Um, and I don't know what the most expensive one is. I will look that up in a second. Mm-hmm. But Deja Vu, the script, cost $4.5 million. 
That's crazy. Can you yeah. imagine writing a $4.5 million script? I can't. No play is <laughs> not even Death of a Salesman's worth that. <laughs> and people study that in high school. I wonder, um, I do wonder, like, how much money has Death of a Salesman made over its, what, 50, 60, 60? year? I don't know how Something time like works. That. 60 year well it it works like allison if you think about a piece of paper <laughs> but you fold the paper back on itself yes and yes. if you fold it 18 more times you have a swan and that's when the, <laughs> and that's when the swan crane bridge time stream really comes into effect um but yeah i'm just like i i would be interesting i would be interested to know like how much money Death of a Salesman, like just in royalties, has made over the mm. course of sixty years, versus Deja Vu, the script. Gotcha. Not mm. that you need to look that up or anything, but I just think that it's like I would imagine. I bet it's not four million dollars. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know how much royalties cost for things, but that's a lot of yeah. Yeah. Um, I have. I don't have that, but I do have a couple more of like the world's most expensive mm. scripts. Uh, Basic Instinct cost three million. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen it. It's I all hear, right. I hear it's sexy. Kinda. Kinda. I don't know. Like sort of. I don't know. It's also like it's really like forceful. Stone and I don't she know. Like crosses her legs a lot. Yeah. That's pretty that much. Movie, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sharon Stone is hot. I don't think Michael Douglas is hot. No. And he's the other like sex lead. And it's mm. a lot of like sex him lead. really aggressively having sex with. I don't know. I wasn't mm. liking what he was throwing off, but I'm also not into Michael Douglas. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it. <laughs> um, oh, she's a murderer. So great. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Ooh. What? Okay. Ugh. Uh, Euro trip. What? Yeah. What? Four million. No. Just under Stop. this movie we what? watched. Yeah, it was written by um, three people who were also wrote at Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh, Evan Almighty. Really? The sequel to Bruce Almighty. That's right. Huh, I'm right. seeing a trend here. Sequels. Sequels. Yeah. Bad movies. You would think that if you spend so much money on a script, it would be good. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. The Game. Also starring Michael Douglas. That's right. Hmm. I, I don't know if I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Jurassic Park. Makes sense. But yeah. the, uh, that script only cost $1.5 million. Really? Uh, uh, but um, it's perfect. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Night's Tale. Okay. The Last Boy Scout, which is also a Tony Scott-directed movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a, also a sexy crime movie. Okay. And it was, at the time, uh, the most expensive uh, script for sale. Oh, no, wait. The Long Kiss Goodnight. I think that's maybe... I think uh, I think that's Jamie Lee Curtis, and I think she's a, a assassin? It says it stars Gina Davis. <laughs> And Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Great. Um, a movie called Medicine Man starring Sean Connery. Okay. Three million. Mozart and the Whale, which I've never heard of. Oh. Uh, Panic Room. 
Good time. Also yeah. 4 million. Ta- <laughs> Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, <laughs> also $4 million. Wow. So, yeah. Actually, wow. uh, according to that list, Deja Vu still might Deja Vu might be number one, actually. Wow. Are yeah. those adjusted for inflation? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Mm. Mm, maybe they were. Mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Uh, anyway, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, the scriptwriters Terry Rossio and Bill Marsili didn't feel Tony Scott recaptured everything in the screenplay. They felt he was more interested in the action scenes rather than the intricacies of time travel. They wrote a plot that was airtight, but in Scott's hands, the finished product is now filled with plot holes. What plot holes? I don't, yeah, it doesn't... Okay, yeah, right. Okay, here's my beef with IMDb trivia. You need to do some citing. You yeah. need to do MLA style. Yes. I need... Or Harvard. Yeah, I need a little... Like, Ask, a, a little... A footnote. Yeah, I need a footnote. I need you to explain where, what the plot holes are. Yeah, See? where's that from? Plot holes. Yeah. Um, and then Rocio was so disillusioned, he's uh, never seen all of the movie. But you made... T- Two million dollars. F- yeah, <laughs> if you split it evensies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I think you really hit it like spot on. That it is source code meets Minority Report. Yeah. It really is more, a blend more between so- those. More source code than yes. Minority Report. Yeah, because I think Minority Report has like a much bigger story. Yes. Like, versus this is, like, quite localized. Yes. Which also is fine, because it... Totally. It takes place in New Orleans, and that's where the story takes place. Yeah. Minority Report is, like, finding a flaw in the system and taking mm-hmm. down, like, this whole city's way of fighting crime. Yeah. Whereas this one is, it's like, you're still trying to prevent crime before it happens. But, um... It's one particular crime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Val Kilmer is in this movie. He is. I suppose. Not as much as I would like. No. Um, but he's very good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Very. He's, uh, his role is sort of like, kind of like the Mindhunters, his role in Mindhunters and that Mm -hmm. he's like sort of the overseer, like the boss. Yeah. Like the, the friendly higher up who, who's willing to let the, the kids sneak past the, the even higher ups totally yeah he's the one who uh comes to denzel washington's character at the start of the movie and recruits him into this super secret crime solving yeah squad yeah so yeah and then he kind of then he's not really in it halfway onward yeah you know He's, uh, we kind of casually say goodbye to him. He doesn't die or anything. We just no. don't see him anymore. Yeah, he's he served goes, his function. He just goes home. Yeah. Yep. So, and it's, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just thought about, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Camille and I have been watching a lot of Jersey Shore. And <laughs> recently, we Googled how tall everyone <laughs> on the oh, Jersey yeah. Shore is. And we were both shocked at how short everyone is. Like Ronnie's five seven, mm-hmm. so is JWoww. Snooky's four nine, four eight. Oh god, mm-hmm. even shorter than that. Yeah, four foot eight. That's like, <sighs> yeah, and like no no shame or jade in being of any height, obviously. No, it's but just like on, it just, I, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. On screen, they just like, I, maybe I'm height blind because I look at, <laughs> I just assume everyone is my height until I give them a hug. Right. And even yes. then. Yeah. So yeah, I just like on screen, they look very tall. Yeah. Or like they don't look as short as they are. Mm -hmm. Anyways, this has a point. So in Deja Vu, at one point when uh, Denzel is trying to prove to um, Claire, I forgot the actress's name. uh, Paula Patton. Paula Patton. uh, That he's from the future uh, and that he's actually like not a stalker. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she calls the law office and is like, Hey, is there, is there this, does this guy work there? And he's like, yep. And he's like, describe him to me. And, and Denzel Washington is described as being six foot three. Is that true? Is that, is that fact? I can, how tall is Denzel Washington in real life? These are my, these are my questions. I want to know how tall everyone is. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. How tall is Val Kilmer? Great. I can have both of these answers. Ooh, which I'm um, going to guess. If he's not, I don't have the info yet, but if he isn't six foot three, perhaps the character is six foot three. Oh. Oh, okay. I have the answer. Okay. Thought, what are you, what's your prediction? I don't think he's actually six foot three. What do you think he is? I'm going to go with 5'11. He is six foot one. <gasps> right in the middle. Ooh. Right in the dead center. Oh. So they bumped him up two inches. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm Which is funny because six one is still objectively tall. tall. But six three is like uniquely tall. Like (gasps) he's like that's like clutch the pearls, like, oh he's very tall. Which like he's still tall. Yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. he's just not Tim Robbins, who is a monster. Really? How tall is Tim Robbins? Uh, very tall. I just saw um Dark Waters, mm-hmm. uh, which is really good, um, but it's like Tim Robbins is Mark Ruffalo's character's boss, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where Mark Ruffalo, who I don't think is particularly diminutive, like he wouldn't be like five six or five seven mm-hmm. or something. I don't think he's the Hulk after all. No. Um, but him and like Tim Rob, they're like walking, and it's like uh, the shot's a bit further away, and so they're walking next to each other, and you see them from afar standing next to a window. And it is like Tim Robbins is standing next to a child or a bunch of pineapples stacked like end to end. It's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna look up how tall. I he actually is. think the national or the the like worldwide average uh height of um of men is five seven. Is it? I think okay. so. My bad. Because my well, I mean it's I also think that's on the low end. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, does it include babies, Allison? No, it's grown ups. It's grown. It's, it's semi grown ups. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I remember looking that up and being very surprised. And I think Mm. the average height for women worldwide is like five, four. Mm, That sounds correct. Yeah. It just seems once again, I just assume that everyone's my height. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, do you have, how tall is Val Kilmer? Yeah. Uh, what's your guess? Okay, based on mm-hmm. Top Gun, because mm-hmm. I know for a fact that Tom Cruise is five seven, mm-hmm. because my brother, my older brother, is also five seven, and he um, is uh, 
a little defensive about his height. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's how tall Tom Cruise is. Gotcha. And so I, I, he is uh, significantly older than me. So when he was turning 25, I was like 12 or 13, and I was two inches taller than him. <laughs> at the time and he was like well whatever you're you're i'm just more concentrated you're i'm i'm hot sauce and you're ketchup <laughs> oh oh fighting words yeah goodness <laughs> so so yeah i know for a fact that tom cruise is five seven mm-hmm. and based on that i'm think i'm picturing yes the scene in the shower mm-hmm. where they're face to face and Tom Cruise is like looking, they're kind of looking eye to eye, but I'll, but also Tom Cruise would be standing on an apple cart, <laughs> apple box. Yes. Um, I think that Tom Cruise is Val Kilmer. Yeah. Val Kilmer. <laughs> That's what this podcast <laughs> yes. is about. I think that Val Kilmer is <laughs> fu- Five ten. Incorrect. How tall is he? Six feet. Oh! I paused so much because I considered three separate jokes of like <laughs> he is four inches tall. <laughs> it's all CGI, or like wow. he is the height of a building and he is a monster man. Yeah. And we shrink him for films. <laughs> no, he is six foot tall. Everything's in force. Pers- yes. Force yes. He's always far away. Yeah. Okay. I know he's six feet tall. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, so that yeah. scene must have ha- they must have had him on they must have had Tom Cruise on some sort of box because mm-hmm. he does not appear to be five inches shorter than Val Kilmer That's in that true. situation. Yeah, maybe Val Kilmer was slouching. Maybe he like he had his hip to the side. Yeah, he had a uh, attitude. Yeah, he had bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he had right. Attitude. Yeah, um, and then Tim Robbins, just for reference, is six foot five. Yeah, that's very so, tall. Pretty tall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this has been our edition of Celebrity Heights. Uh, there's <laughs> really... next time for celebrity shoe sizes. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about this movie. I enjoyed it. The yeah, plot it's a was fun time. fine and good. And Falconer yeah. was good. Yeah. He, he didn't have a lot to work with. Uh huh. It's an this, easy watch. Yeah. This was um, sort of in his uh, after. Him making not great movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he also um, made Kiss Kiss yes, Bang Bang Kiss, right Kiss, before bang, this. But he, but yeah, the, after this, I think he goes into a lot of uh, like direct to video. Yeah, like it's definitely a step to the side. He's mm-hmm. not the lead. No. Um, and he's not even like the second lead. The second lead, like I Adam Goldberg. Totally, and then like I kind of thought while watching the movie, like the beginning of the movie, I'm like oh, what if there's a twist and, like, Val Kilmer's the bomber or has, you know, like, some kind of I'm the villain kind of uh, surprise, which never happens, spoiler alert. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. It seems seems like a really small role or whatever, but he's good. He's good. And there's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um cool yeah denzel washington's very good in this movie yeah i think i've only seen him do very good performances yeah he's such a good leading dude yeah he's really good at um fighting against the odds totally and um figuring things out yeah 
and um, he, I think he's just like very he's a very likable person mm-hmm. on screen yeah he's like you're instantly on his side mm-hmm. have you ever seen training day is that the one with uh ethan hawk yeah i have seen it it's very scary yes i don't like it me neither mm. i didn't like it either no. like why is he such a villain no oh, i don't so buy mean. this at all oh. why did they make him so mean yeah oh, so why, why is he so mean yeah. stop being mean yeah i didn't like that at all no yeah do you remember John Q where he's his son is like needs a transplant? Oh. And so he holds oh. like people hostage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In like the hospital. In the or hospital. Something? Yeah. Oh. And like even then you're like, he's so likable. Yeah. You just want to be his friend. Yeah. It's also very sad. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway. Should we have a Denzel Washington podcast after this? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um Denzel it to the hand because the ears just ain't listening. I got nothing. I watched the trailer to Beautician and the Beast earlier. That's why I talked to the hand was on my mind, yeah. which is not even the pun I went for. It is late. Um, Denzelionaires. Ooh, yeah. In Dina Denzels. <laughs> I d- what? A Dean does what was that? Adele Dazim. (laughs) There are a few things in the world that give me such joy for no reason than John Travolta trying to say Adina Menzel's name. That could be my ringtone. Yes, Adele (laughs) Dazim. It's so perfect. I really would love uh, that sassy butler from. The Swan Princess, yes, as a as a ringtone of you should write a book, how to offend women in five syllables or less. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Yep. Well, Allie, I have a couple of uh, quick facts about Tony Scott. Now that yeah. we've we've um, come to the end of the Scott cycle mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of uh, of movies here, um, he was the director of, or the, he was the director of uh, such films as Top Gun, True Romance, Deja Vu, mm. Beverly Hills Cop 2, Enemy of the State, Unstoppable, Man on Fire, The Last Boy Scout, Days of Thunder, mm. Tom Cruise again, and Domino, starring Kira Knightley. That's cool. He seems like he has actors that, I mean, I guess, you know, all directors have actors that they like to work with, but it seems like he, he sticks, through, like he made five movies with Denzel Washington. Yeah. He made three with... Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. He made at least two with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, something interesting that I found in his bio, um, he uh, brother of Ridley Scott, mm-hmm. of course, mm. um, he really wanted to adapt Interview with the Vampire before that movie mm. came out. Um, but then like another studio was already like, we're working on it. Christian Slater will be there. And Tom Cruise. Oh, which probably Tony Scott was like, but that's my friend. Um, <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I straight up forgot that Christian Slater was in Interview with a Vampire. I know. I thought you were Me making too. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you mean you mean Brad Pitt, Camille. You're hilarious. Oh, my God. I always forget that he's in that movie. Yeah. <sighs> 
Yeah, I think that's how we got in. People thought it was a joke. <laughs> Christian Slater sucks. I yeah. hot take. Sorry, Boo. Christian, if you're listening, like right into the Cinevals. Yeah, yeah, defend yourself. The Cinevals at gmail.com. That's right. Um, and so he actually Tony Scott did do a vampire film because uh, the studio he was working with was like, okay, you can't have that, but we'll give you a different vampire Ooh. movie. It's called The Hunger. Um, okay. It came out in 1982. It starred David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve and introduced Ooh. Willem Dafoe. What? Yeah. Holy shit. So this is automatically high on my list now. Yeah. Um, and then he passed away in 2012. Yes. And that's all my, uh, that's my Tony Scott facts. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, great. Great. I'm still trying to think of a clever pun for our Denzel Washington podcast, and it's not coming to me, and I'm so sad. Oh, well, we've got until the end of our Val Kilmer series, so <laughs> you've got some time to workshop but it. But there's no other Val Kilmer Denzel Washington movie. Yet. Yet. That's true. Yet. Mm. Um, Allie, what would you give Deja Vu? What's your rating? Ask me no questions, Denzel me no lies. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Should we even continue this one anymore? Yeah, you're right. We're mm-hmm. we're pulling the plug. If uh, yeah. if you'd like to write in, mm-hmm. please write us in at ask me no question, mm-hmm. Denzel me no lies at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> Do you think it'll be available? Oh, I don't know. Uh. All of the E's are threes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the S's are dollar signs. Yeah. Great. Um, I would give I would give Deja Vu seven layman's explanations of science time travel out of ten shadows of Paula Patton's breast. Ooh. Yes. There's a brief shadow of her breast because she's showering. <gasps> Scandalous. I would give this um, six and a half time strings out of ten uh, notes to the past. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, I this like movie is also kind of a lake house. A movie I've never seen, but it stars Kenna mm, Leaves. Me yeah. either. It's like two people falling in love through time. Yeah, it, it involves notes being passed through time, which is the only thing I know about it and uh, why I thought of it just now. Ah, uh, yes. Kind of like Frequency, which is about, uh, uh, okay. Uh, there's a, a, a guy and <laughs> he right. finds a, an old radio and is able to talk to his dad in the past with the radio. Matthew McConaughey? I have Kevin Costner. No idea. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Maybe both. Okay. Two okay. white dudes. Okay. Could be both of them. Yeah. They seem the type. Yeah. Great. Could be Christian Slater v. Christian Slater. <laughs> I don't know. Um... <laughs> but, but yeah, it's uh, it's like two two dudes talking to each other through time and space, and mm-hmm. uh, what and the dad is a firefighter, mm-hmm. and the son warns the dad about the fire that kills him. Ah, does that work? Yes, great. I believe so. Oh, I that's good. A, I think it ends happily. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, déjà vu also gets a nice ending. Yeah, yeah. It's, ends up, uh, yeah, yeah. It just feels it feels like source code to me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, like I wouldn't source code. Yeah, that's a good movie. I wouldn't be surprised if like the same people like produced it or or were vaguely 
connected. Yeah. But maybe also it's just like it was in it was in the mind yeah. of people doing stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. When did Sorcerer Stone come out? Uh, 2011. Oh, many 10, years after 2013. Yeah. yeah, like quite a while afterwards. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was that was good. Um, Ali, where did we put this on our ultimate Val ranking? It comes in at a hot seven. Whoa, hot seven. Yeah, so this movie displaced the Salton Sea mm-hmm. at seventh. Damn. So it is coming in right underneath Mindhunters mm-hmm. and right before Salton Sea. Mm-hmm. Camille, what would make, why would you rather watch Mindhunters? over this movie oh you know what it's got a little bit more personality Mm. i think this movie is much better made Mm -hmm. um but i think mind hunters there's just a whole lot of like Ah! moments happening yeah like ll cool j uh (laughs) punching holes yeah punching shooting holes in the wall in order to like parkour over electric water. Yeah, that's some ultimate Beastmaster shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little bit more spectacle. This movie is very slick. Yes. Yeah, which is great, but I just, I would sooner watch Mindhunters, I think. Yeah, Mindhunters yeah. is just more fun. Yeah. yeah. And why uh, would you rather watch uh, Deja Vu over The Sultan Sea? Ah, well, just The Sultan Sea, I feel like innately is not a movie for like a lot of rewatches. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's doing a lot of stuff. And so it's hard having already seen it. It's hard for me to imagine the mood I will be in where I will want to experience all of those things again. Cause mm-hmm. they were just such diff. The parts of that movie are just so different from each other. Yeah. And I'm like, if I feel like a couple parts that doesn't line up with the rest of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's very serious. Yeah. For the most part. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Great. Well, well deja vu. Deja you. Deja you too. Deja. I can't think of a two song. Nope. Uh, where the streets have uh, no name. Where the horses have no names. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Great. I'm going to go to bed. Great. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>